0: Do you wonder about past lives? Have you ever thought about where your soul has been, where it's going, or what lessons and memories have been gathered along the way? In this podcast, we will discuss past life memories, psychic phenomena, energy healing, and other metaphysical topics with experts and the average person to find out how we can heal through these experiences. So I invite you to join me on my journey. Welcome to the Regression Session. Welcome back to the Regression Session. My name is Ian. Welcome to the Regression Session. To any new people tuning in, we love you. I have been gone for like a month, but I'm back and I am in full swing, ready to get back into the routine of releasing bi-weekly content. There's a lot going on in my life, unfortunately, that I just don't have the time to be hitting every single week with content for now hope I'm hoping to get back to releasing weekly episodes but that's that's looking like it's a little bit farther off into the future so anyway I've had a few of you reach out to me personally asking me to do this episode and this episode is going to be talking about past life regression but there are a ton of Um, podcasts out there that talk about past life regressions. They talk about what it is and how you do it and things like that. But what I want to really get into is like, what are you actually doing, right? What are we doing when we're, when we are doing these past life regressions? And this is specifically for people that are looking to get into this and start being practitioners. I mean, the episode is for everybody. It's going to be informational. Really, it's going to be another one of those episodes where I just kind of lay out my thoughts and my thought process personally about how to approach this issue. Coming from somebody who just kind of jumped in headfirst with no idea what i was doing and then i slowly found a process and a bunch of different um spiritual scientific and theological beliefs based off of my journey through this process so i hope that those of you that are interested in going down this path and learning how to do this i hope that this helps out a lot um and please, you know, those of you that reached out to me, if there's something else that, um, that I didn't cover in this or a question that I uh, posed or um, an answer that I gave to a concept that you don't understand or that you are wanting clarification on, please reach out to me. And that goes for any of my listeners as well. If you have a topic that you want me to cover or you want me to go over, please feel free to reach out to me um, at the regression session at gmail.com. So without further ado, I'm just going to start talking. This is going to be one of those um, kind of free form episodes again, uh, stream thoughts, stream consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And it's just going to be me talking about my process. So let's talk about past life regression. What is it? What are we doing? And keep in mind, these are all my personal opinions and my personal experiences. I am not I am not an expert, but I am a professional. I, I would go as far as to say that I am a professional. Um, my goal in making this is, like I said earlier, to assist those of you that are trying to go down this path with understanding the what the how and the why so what exactly are we doing when we're doing a past life regression or a life between life regression or a quantum healing or whatever you want to call it so what is it that we're actually doing how are we doing it like what what is actually happening what are some techniques to do it i don't know where to start we're going to address that. And then why? Why do it? Why are we farting around with this? <laughs> you know, what's the, what's the point? For fun? Is it for fun? I don't know. I think it's fun. And I'm sure other people out there think it's fun. But doing something just for the sake of doing it doesn't necessarily justify the action in and of itself. And once again, I've touched on this a few times, but we are going to touch on the other argument of the supposed ethical question with past life regressions um, and and go over that. So what exactly is past life regression? Is it going and seeing literal past lives? Are we going to go all in and say, yes, we are literally going back into the subconscious memory and we are pulling out memories of your literal past life or are we going to stay on the scientific side of things and say maybe it's just your subconscious mind throwing together a scene in order for you to help to help you process whatever it you is you're, you're trying to accomplish your grief, your trauma your pain, your sadness whatever it is your confusion? Is it just your subconscious mind throwing something together to try to make sense of it all? Or are we going to go down the pseudoscience lane and say, Okay, this is like uh, like genetic memories from our ancestors. Really, to me, it does not matter which of those camps you live in. Because those are, from what I've seen, like the three main camps... When you're getting started, anyway, (laughs) there's way more, um, we'll call it woo-woo stuff out there, Um, and that's fascinating to talk about. But for the for the most part, we're going to look at like the scientific point of view, where this is our um, subconscious mind creating things, or this is a literal past lives, and and there's kind of then there's kind of some people like me that are kind of that try to stay grounded in between those. But really, what what is it? In my opinion, it is the combination of the science of hypnosis with the innate spirituality within all of us. And yes... I I do understand that some people don't feel like they are necessarily innately spiritual, but I personally believe that all humans are innately spiritual and it's a huge part of our lives that we, for the most part in this, in the West anyway, skip out on. So that's what I think um, past life regression actually is, is the combination of hypnosis and spirituality. But what are those, right? What is spirituality? By definition, spirituality is a broad concept with room for many perspectives. In general, it includes a sense of connection to something bigger than ourselves. And it typically involves a search for meaning in life. With that definition... Even science could be considered a spirituality of sorts. Really, what spirituality is, I think, is seeking to, to broaden your, your sense of existence, right? Almost everybody that's spiritual that I have spoken to or that I uh, associate with frequently... They they have a, a greater sense of existence, right It's like the concept or the feeling that we are all part of the same thing. We we are all the same organism living as one and and that's really what spirituality is and I've seen this time and time again when I've been doing past life regressions. And my my friend that I that I did a session with once put it perfectly. He said that it's like being on a massive beach. And you can focus down into being just a little tiny grain of sand or you can Be aware of the beach And as a previous guest on my show said Andy Sway If you Want to pretend for your whole life That You're just the the grain of sand on the beach And that you're not necessarily connected To the whole beach There's nothing wrong with that Because you're already A spiritual being Having a physical experience But a lot of us are are searching for some being part of something more, and it, it's out there. And so, if we approach past life regression with the understanding that we are all connected in some way, it will help you to understand that you, your client is connecting with something on a grander scale. So when you're when you're sitting down, you're you're in the you know whether you're doing it through Zoom or you have people in your office. You're sitting down. You're putting them into hypnosis. Just try to understand, or at least consider, if you haven't that, yes, we are all part of a bigger thing, and 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 that's what the essence of past life regression is. Using the tool of hypnosis to get to it. You're really um, taking like the, a shortcut almost to spirituality or the awareness of that massive beach you're taking them from being a single grain of sand to being the whole beach and that's what we're accessing if we're if we're gonna do past life regressions we need to go into it all in right we need to we need to not be half in half out I was half in half out for a long time I was I was trying to prove it I was trying to prove that there is a scientific basis for all of this and I need to know I need to know right but that was holding back the healing from my clients of me trying to prove everything because I didn't accept the spirituality aspect of it which is a It's a huge part. It's half or more. And so my first level of advice is to embrace the spirituality aspect of it. And that's going to take your session so much farther if you can just lean into with a yes and attitude, the spirituality side of things. What do I mean by yes and attitude? If someone tells you something um it's 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 a yes and right so we can look at it as like improv i don't know if anybody has seen plays out there uh, or is even in like an improv group or anything like that or has ever played any improv games but the the number one rule of improv is yes and so if i was to say oh my god there is a orange 20 foot alligator over there and someone said no that's just gonna stop your improv session in its tracks and so the number one rule of improv as well as hypnosis is yes and right we never want to say no that doesn't make sense no 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 it's always yes and so what else What else are you aware of? And that's just a a little tangent that I went off on, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, I haven't been doing this for like a month, so please bear with me. So now that we've kind of touched on the spirituality side of things, let's talk about the hypnosis side of things. And this is definitely the more technical side of things. I feel like this side of things is what people are looking for. uh, They don't really... Like have a ton of access to because I'm not going to lie a lot of courses out there a lot of certifications for hypnosis and past life regression they're really pricey right that's the reason that I learned by myself to begin with is because I did not want to pay $4,000 to learn how to put someone under hypnosis yes there are YouTube videos and other things like that But They don't Really go into depth They tell you the how They tell you The what But they don't combine it all And that's I'm trying to Put all this together For you guys So what is Hypnosis Is it Putting someone to sleep And accessing their dreams Or Or what is it Well hypnosis is a natural state that your mind enters all the time any state where you are doing something without really thinking about it that is technically hypnosis so like when you're driving right um you're you're operating the steering wheel you're you're you can shift If you need to, you're operating the brake and the gas, you're checking your mirrors and your blind spots, you're signaling, you're probably drinking a drink or messing with the radio, all that stuff together. You don't even have to think about doing it because you've been doing it for so long. Your brain enters an autopilot mode. That is what hypnosis is, is that autopilot it's accessing the part of your brain that works without your inner monologue controlling everything. Your your brain, your your conscious brain, it likes to be in control. It likes to tell you what to do. It likes to control everything that you're doing. But with certain things, it surrenders control. Like the driving or the brushing your teeth or typing for a lot of people, you don't really have to think about where your key where your fingers are landing on the keyboard. That's what hypnosis is. So how do we get there manually? Right? We automatically enter it all the time. Just every day, brushing your hair, right? All that stuff washing your hair in the shower, anything like that, getting dressed. All that stuff. So, but how do we get there manually? How do you get someone else into that state? How do you, as the practitioner, get someone into that brain state? Well, it's actually quite simple, but it's not necessarily easy. And I'm going to break it down as well as as well as I can in a in a quick episode. The best remedy for this is practice, but. Really, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be creating an emotion and then giving a suggestion. So what does that mean? A very simple test that you can conduct to to see how this works is called the finger lock. But before we before I tell you about this, I'm going to explain when as a human you're constantly fluctuating between different emotions getting people to commit to an emotion and then allowing them to feel that emotion for a minute and then giving them a suggestion for whatever reason, this interrupts your autopilot, right? It will allow someone to enter into that state. Um, I know there's a ton of science behind it. I'm not interested in going into the science. If you want, you can look up a book by this gentleman on on Audible. His name is Freddie Jackwin. I will include a link to his book in the description so that you can check it out. It's very informative about this and it gives you tons of different inductions. What is an induction? Well, an induction is a way to get people to feel an emotion and then give a suggestion. For anybody who has entered into hypnosis, these suggestions can be as simple as close your eyes. And now, one thing to understand about hypnosis for anybody who's been nervous to try it or hasn't tried it is we're not taking over your mind here. We can't force you to do something that you wouldn't have done already, right? We're just giving a suggestion. So there is an amount of trust involved but for example the back to the finger lock what you do is you tell someone to sh- like uh, interlock their fingers and then what i do is i have people actually i'll just do it for everybody so if you're in a, if you're in a place where you can do this and you won't be in physical danger or anything like that interlace your fingers together almost like you're like in the prayer position and i want you to just stare at your fingers for a minute and then as you're staring at your fingers simply think of the people that you love most in the world once you have the thought of those people in your mind i want you to feel the love that you feel for those people just allow that love to wash over you There's nothing wrong with that. Just feel that love completely wash over you And now as you're feeling the love for the people that you love most I want you to allow the world's strongest glue to kind of make its way onto your palms and in between your fingers Just kind of oozing in between all of your joints and then it's going to dry all while feeling the love of the people that you love most. As you're feeling this love, that glue is going to dry so well that just for a little while you're not going to be able to pull your hands apart and that's okay. Feel free to try for a minute. I'm going to count down from three to one when i say one you'll be able to pull your hands apart and you'll feel incredible three two one now that doesn't necessarily work for everybody but if it worked for you great that is exactly how you can get into a light hypnosis and people like stage hypnotists use methods like this all the time right it gets you into a very light hypnosis but what we're looking for when we're doing a past life regression is we're looking to get them into a deep uh we, we call it a trance it's a it's a it's very commonly referred to as a trance state and so how do we get people to that trance state well Certain people that are prominent in the hypnosis field, they say that you don't need to really do anything special and that you can get people to enter it very, very quickly. But as we've seen with the finger lock method that we just tried, those methods don't necessarily work for everybody. It's not a one-size-fits-all kind of of a method. So... One method that I found that works extremely reliably to at least get someone to, into a trance is the full-body trance method. And this this goes by different names across the board. There's, there's no, like I said, no one-size-fits-all kind of a name for these things. No one-size-fits-all solution for anybody. But I've had almost a 100% success rate with this method. And what the full body trance is, is just simply relaxing the body. What works very, very well for me, and I've talked to a ton of different hypnotists out there that use this method because it just allows people to relax, right? If you have, if you have tension in your body that's bugging you, or that you can't relax you're you're gonna have that much harder of a time letting go of that inner self monologue like oh god my neck hurts man or did i turn off the stove when i came here today or is god did i leave all the lights on man i wonder what i gotta do for work tomorrow right what you want to do is you want to relax them so completely that the only thing that they're paying attention to is their own relaxation so a great method to do this is to start commonly with the the feet I start with the feet there's a reason for this for what I for for the reason that I do it and it has to do with the chakra system but that's a completely different conversation Um, if you start off by relaxing their toes right you just say I want you to turn your attention to your toes and I want you to relax your toes and then move that relaxation into your feet. Just release any tension, any uncomfortable feelings, any aches or pains. Just let that all kind of unwind or, or melt out. Whatever is your favorite way to say it. I say unwind, like twisting away. Um, that's just my personal flavor, I guess but then you just slowly kind of work your way up, you know, into the, into the calves. I point out specific body parts. So like the calves, the shins, the the hamstrings, the thighs moving up into the lower abdomen, the lower back, the chest, the upper back. And then I, I usually pay special attention to the shoulders, the, the base of the neck, and then down into the arms and fingers. And then I go back up one more time to the neck and shoulders, because there's a lot of tension stored there typically. And then you move up into their head, the back of their head, their face, their cheeks, the muscle, muscles around their eyes, their forehead, and then finally the top of their head they release. And then once you relax them, I do the countdown. And that's usually I do 10 to 1. And I say, you know, from, I'm gonna count from 10 to 1. And then we're gonna go, we're gonna get heavier and more relaxed. And your whole body is going to unwind this time instead of just specific parts. So you pay attention to each specific part of the body and then you unwind the body or relax the body as a whole. And usually when I get down to about five, I I double the weight. And then when I get down to two or three, I I say you may now feel a floating sensation or become, I usually say become aware of a floating sensation or a tingling sensation or some kind of a sensation. It doesn't have to be very prominent. It could just be a feeling of relaxation. One thing that's very important when doing these sessions is to understand that not everybody is going to experience these things the same way as you or the next guy. Okay. for example, I have aphantasia. That is the inability to imagine things in my own head so for example i don't have that inner self monologue that i keep referring to i don't have inner self-talk when i close my eyes it's just dark and quiet so if you said i now you're gonna see a garden or you're gonna see a whatever i i can't i don't relate to that that's not gonna affect me So a really safe bet when you're doing this is to say you're going to become aware of whatever it is that you're that you're leading them to. Right. And I use that. uh, I use that really. I'm so tempted to cut that part out, but see, it was a slip of the tongue. Rule number one of doing past life regressions is to not ask leading questions okay but we'll come back to that you want to make sure that you're using terminology that's not going to make people think that there's only one way to to see or imagine what it is you're trying to get them to experience because usually in inductions you're going to be leading them to like a safe place right um, it could be like some, some hypnotists out there. They like to create their own space that they're familiar with. I never do that. I always say, okay, you're in, you're going to find yourself in a safe space that makes you feel completely safe and secure and comfortable. It could be a familiar place. It could be a, a place that you've made up. It could be like just a garden or a forest or a meadow. It, Whatever place makes you feel safe. So I I do no world building at all when I do this hypnotic induction because what's to say like if I feel safe in a garden? Who what's to say that somebody hasn't had something horrible happen to them in a garden? Like they got bit by a dog or or whatever. They're not necessarily going to feel safe in a garden. So this is this is why we use these kind of broad questions to make people feel more secure more safe and that safe space is going to be very important because if if this let's just say you're doing a past life regression and someone sees World War II and there's a horrible horrible death coming we know that there's a horrible death this is their safe place to fall back on right they need to be able to feel completely secure here so that is why we, we let them build their safe space we let the client build their safe space and we let them experience that safe place in any way that makes them feel comfortable so if it's just an impression like oh like i i'm getting the impression of a of a blue flower or or i'm hearing like a, a stream i hear a stream in the background but i don't really see much that's okay remember the rule of yes and you know yes okay great what else are you aware of right what else what else can you pick out It doesn't have to be this massive, like, like, oh, my God, I see like a painting right now, like so much detail. No, that's not what's always going to happen. So being aware of these things, being aware of the way that you're presenting your information and the way that you're presenting your induction is super important. I, I just I encourage you to be mindful of the way you're presenting these things. Okay, And then, of course, there's different ways to go about it. I don't really use a script, but using a script is really good to kind of get your bearings, right? Once you get them to their safe space, you can do all kinds of things, right? This is where the magic happens is once they get to that safe place, you can take them to a different place. You can take them to a – you can – like if you're – let's just say you're working with someone who has childhood trauma. You can bring them to a door or a a window or whatever where they're going to go back to – back in time basically to remember these events if you're doing a past life regression the newton institute let's takes people all the way back to the womb i simply look for a doorway that lets people see whatever it is they need to see right but that's just me that's not going to work for you or for anybody else necessarily you need to find something that works for you and there's all kinds of inductions online i'm sure that Like this is kind of old fashioned, but I guess if you go to the library and like get books on hypnosis, you you can never have enough information about this stuff. Okay. And so after you go through the experience after the, and remember the rule. Yes. And after we go through the experience, right, we've gone through the whole life. Okay. Now, now you're dead. Basically, you have two options. You can do the life between life, which is kind of a more advanced past life regression. It's, it's the space in between lives, and that takes a lot longer. Or you can bring them back out. And this is important, okay? Do, doing this the correct way is going to make a huge difference. Always make sure to bring people back out simply because it is appropriate, first of all it gives them a sense of completion a sense of safety it brings them back up it allows you to discuss and decompress and debrief unpack right doing this past life regression is is more than just going through the experience it's unpacking what we what we see it's allowing the client to make connections with themselves Right? It's allowing them to talk because there's only really normally two people experiencing this. It's you and the client, and they're going to want to talk about it most of the time. Um, very rarely if I had a, a client come to me and and say, Hey, you know what? I, I don't really feel comfortable talking about that. Um, thanks, but no thanks, right? Most of the time, people are going to want to talk about it and get it off their chest. So this is a really great opportunity to assist them with that, but also allow them to maintain a sense of well-being okay so there's kind of two ways to do this to bring people back out so you can do the count up which i had done for a very long time it just i'm going to count from one to ten this time instead of ten to one and we're going to go back up you're gonna you're gonna slowly come back to your body which is appropriate and when you're doing it that way, which is the way that most people start because it's comfortable, it's familiar, it makes sense to do that, is I want you to start, you know, if you haven't started practicing already or if you're going to start practicing, I want you to, as you're counting up back from uh, from 1 to 10, I want you to make suggestions, right? Okay, you're going to, as I count up, you're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel stronger. You're going to feel happier. You're going to feel just absolutely amazing. And every every single day moving forward, this this feeling of well-being is going to increase. You count them up and you can do a long count out or you can do a short count out. And then there's the second way as you, you know, instead of counting them up, you just say, all right, you know you're gonna i want you to allow a sense of complete well-being complete confidence whatever it is you want to suggest it can be different for each client but i want you to allow a a sense of xyz to envelop you and when you're ready you're going to open your eyes but every single day going forward this feeling that you feel right now is going to grow it's going to just completely grow like a massive tree or whatever metaphor you want to use or however you want to present it but you just want to keep it with them and instead of counting them out they're going to open their eyes and they're going to just be there right and then that is a way of kind of keeping them in under that suggestion so there's two different ways i know and these aren't the only two ways right i want to stress that that what i'm telling you th- there are so many different ways out there to do this it's just mind numbing you could study hypnosis for decades and probably not even find every single way or creed or doctrine or whatever you want to call them about this but to me it's important because circling back on what hypnosis or what past life regression is being a combination of hypnosis and spirituality to me it doesn't matter if it's just my mind making up a story it doesn't matter if it's actually me seeing a literal past life or it doesn't matter if it's ancestral memory coming down through my genetic heritage the only goal that i have in doing this nowadays is to make people feel good make people feel better make people understand themselves in a way that they didn't before or come away with something I don't know a missing piece of themselves or or whatever right as long as they feel good afterwards that's all that matters and these suggestions are powerful giving a suggestion to somebody who's coming out of a hypnosis it's it's a really good way to ensure that some sense of well-being is going out with them and that's really the best advice that i think i can give and so now we've talked about what spirituality is and then what is hypnosis how can we do it and a little bit on the why right for you your why is going to be different than my why why are you doing this is it just a an an, an insatiable curiosity to see what's out there is it a need to help people is it a need to explore people's spirituality or is it even deeper do you need to live vicariously through people so that you can fill the spiritual void inside yourself that's kind of where I was And these are all different questions. Really, if you don't know why you're doing this, why do it at all? I want you, before diving too deep into this, for those of you who are thinking about doing it or who are brand new, I want you to really think about the reasoning behind your choice to get someone to sit down and listen to you talk to get them into a hypnotic trance to get to their past lives. Why are you doing it? What's the point? And once you understand why it is you're doing it, you're going to have so much more power in your sessions because now you have a goal, right? Now you understand. In in doing this with people, I've really done a lot of soul searching, okay? Okay. At first, I wasn't sure about a lot of things. Um, And I said that I would bring this up, and I'm only going to touch on it briefly because I've talked about it a lot on a lot of different episodes, but the ethical question of past life regression. Some people think that all you're doing in past life regression is planting delusions in people's heads, and that was a really big fear of mine. The second big fear was, am I summoning ghosts? or uh, like seancing spirits, both of those very quickly uh, dissipated as fears of mine. But in the process of doing this, I have, it's forced me kind of, well, not forced me, but it's encouraged me to do a lot of my own soul searching and a lot of spiritual growth on my own end. And I've just come to find that you know, regardless of whether or not I fully believe it, I'm just happy to let people have the experience. And it has helped me with getting in touch with my own spirituality, A spirituality that I didn't even know existed. Right? With past life regression, it's really hard to have the hypnosis without the spirituality, right? the spirituality can exist on its own and the hypnosis can exist on its own. There are tons of people out there that just practice hypnosis without any spirituality. It's all science. It's all, we're going to hypnotize you. We're going to take care of your smoking. We're going to help you with your weight loss. We're going to help you with your, you know, uh, money management, whatever it is. There's tons of people out there. But specifically for past life regression, you really can't have have the hypnosis without the spirituality and so i also encourage you in doing this to to find and become comfortable with your own spirituality and in a big way that's going to make a huge difference for your clients and your sessions and that's what i'm going to leave you with today is just become comfortable with yourself and it's going to make a big difference. Thanks so much for hanging around for all you guys that stuck with me during this break. Um, I know it was a long one, but I'm back and I'm ready to keep uploading. Once again, bi-weekly. So that's every two weeks I'm going to be uploading. And don't forget to follow me in your podcast player. And if you have a topic you want me to talk about, or if you want to come on the podcast to talk about your experiences, shoot me an email. My email is the regression session at gmail.com. And I would love to have you on the show.